everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And this is Jake. And you're listening to A, a Day, Day with the Bake. With the Bake. Oh, oh I'm yeah. sorry. Did someone let a copy cat in? <laughs> Where'd that cat come from? <laughs> that copy cat. Mm-hmm. What copy cat? The she's, one that just sang the intro. A couple oh, weeks ago. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not saying who did it better. I'm just, it's different. Mm-hmm. Leave Fine. the competition to the show, okay? <laughs> like the actual show. <sighs> this is We're going to gather here. The grape, yep. This is a day with the bake. We're talking Great British Bake Off. Um, Want to say thank you to our new Patreons who joined our Patreon Bake Off level on our A Day with Dateline Patreon. And it's so nice of you. And we really appreciate it. As well as Pam and Jennifer for being our OG official supporters of the show so yeah thank you so much super grateful. thank you thank you um it's just every little bit helps you know um, absolutely keep the lights on and the mics on um oh keep the mics on yeah yeah has just, anybody I'm done sure that that's before? never been used before in the history of podcasting T- just in case Jake. tm just <laughs> yeah. in case just in case, trademark. And just sometimes they're so good that you're like, that's got someone's done it. Yeah. But what if they didn't? Okay. Well, we you trade. Google it. Google we, it. I'm not giving that's it. That's what Google. I do. You ask Jeeves and let me know. Okay. okay. Bing it and get back to me. <laughs> so uh, the intro for the show, did we find it funny? The mango manga bit? No. Yeah. No. No. no? It, was, it was a long walk. It definitely was. Katie is surprising me by saying no. I feel like that's mm. right up her alley to play on words. Sorry, yeah. it was followed by an excellent bit in the opening, like as they're introducing the challenge. So I felt mm-hmm. like it, I, I was fine with it until we get that other bit. And then I'm like, oh, there we go. Oh, it got preemptively ruined? Yes, or it did. Post- like mm-hmm. Posthumously, posthumously ruined. Po- posthumous Sorry. ruining. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that does not mean that it was dead. Um, basically, so jokes dead. Who dead to me. Went home last week, and do we miss them? Yes. Last week was Linda. Of course, right? we miss Linda. Yeah. But do you guys remember Sura? I yes. love Sura. I miss Sura. That Sarah. was a long time ago. This one's I tough thought it was Sura. I wrote Sura, and then I went back Mm-mm. on my notes and reminded myself it was Linda. I'm just not remembering from week. Do you to remember week. Rowan? Rowan was on this show. I remember. Rowan. That's crazy. Every week feels like ten weeks. It really in that's, America. That's 2020 right now. So it's yeah, just yeah. true. Um, I'm or maybe it was five minutes. I don't know. Yeah, I so, can't tell. But we do miss Linda. We love Linda. And yeah. Star Baker was Laura. Good for her. Yep. So this week is Japanese week. First ever. Um, let's yeah. just say the internet not real happy. Um, <laughs> Why? They thought what is it that, was I real racist. <laughs> Okay. And so well, did my friend Tanami, who is Japanese um, and loves the show. So uh-huh. tell me why. Uh, they confused a lot of things that are not Japanese, yeah, that are just I Asian. Mm-hmm. And they had an opportunity to showcase a lot of really um, traditional Japanese styles of cooking that have been around for centuries. And instead, they did like Kawaii. And they just added matcha to a cake with crepes, which is French baking. <laughs> and um, they, 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 people were just really not happy. And then in the first challenge, they let them go balls to the wall with their ingredients, which meant that they could become. Everyone was doing Chinese, right? And like there no were one two was 
two really separate. doing traditional Japanese yeah. ones. So people were just like, you ha- you got this great opportunity to do it, and then you just didn't do it. And they just have like a, a history of that sort of problematic stuff the show does with mm-hmm. trying to do these themes and then just not doing it right at all. So um, yeah, people were, were not happy. A lot of people yeah. were very offended. Yeah. That's yeah. a shame. It's understandable. It's I, I they kind of whiffed it a little bit, uh, to be fair. I yeah, thought. like I was looking forward to learning some things. Yeah, right. Exactly. I was like, okay, matcha. I didn't really know what matcha is. Matcha is like uh, the one thing I thought might be okay. in it. But okay. like I was thought I'd learn some like cool new stuff that I didn't know about Japanese baking. But yeah. I don't really feel like I did. Um, I think we are asking the question, how do you do this in a better mm, way? Right. And right. The, they just felt like with a show that has the budget that this show has, they can afford researchers and right. get input from people in the community on like how to make it good. Or, and- yeah, or maybe don't do that. Like, here's how that's going to come off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Run it by some people um, before you just commit. I have one thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jake, you're not going to know this, but Kimberly okay. will, because I feel like in the old days of Bake Off, so in the early seasons on the when it was BBC, mm-hmm. we used to right. have little educational bits yes. that Mel and Sue would uh, do. See. They would go and see where the milk is curdled from, et cetera, whatever. You know, how a cr- original crumpet is made. The or waffles. They went, right. She went to Belgium and learned about waffles. And so it's all that kind I've of stuff. It. This would have been fantastic had the BBC done it. Right. Because the BBC absolutely would have pushed all of that very hard. Mm -hmm. This might be a failing of the producers. Yeah. Or Channel 4 just knows, like, what their – the content that their audience cares about. Right. So they don't have to go that extra mile even though they should. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Instead, they just made a lot of people angry. Yeah. That's a bummer. And it's I don't know bad. if it's just Twitter people, but it wa- I mean, it wasn't just Twitter people because if you Google Great British yeah. Bake Off Japanese Week, you literally just get article after article about why it was offensive. I dearly hoped we would not see any mention of geisha, and we sure did. Yep. That Para was exemplar. poor Ermine trying to put yeah. a geisha on Sorry. her kawaii. Sorry. I'm not about that yet. I yeah. have some thoughts yeah. about that geisha. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> So okay. uh, this is also Paul Hollywood's 100th episode. Interestingly Boggles the enough. mind. Cheers, Paul Hollywood. To toast to you, Shout our out, Paul. blue-eyed bandit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the first challenge, Signature Bake, is eight steamed Japanese buns. And they're usually filled with pork or um, something else. So they can fill them with anything, though, on this challenge. And Prue said the challenge is less about the filling and more about the bun. And we surprisingly got no bun jokes. Um, I not, know, right? Not a one. Um, we got some other cheeky bits, though. So during the um, bake right away, half of them are making their buns look like animals. And I didn't know if that was part of the challenge. Like if that is traditional Japanese with the buns that you make them – look like animals because a lot of people did that yeah i think it is not in fact right like i've never seen it never seen it yeah i but didn't it could be the part that i'm the wrong one to judge this challenge 
I've been a vegetarian for most of my life. I don't love when people use like cartoon animals to sell meat, like a cartoon sure. cow to yeah. sell burger. Not and my um, I don't love like buns that look like lambs that are made really cute and they're all like how cute is that lamb how cute is that lamb and it's, it's actually cooking lamb <laughs> yeah. it's lamb inside yeah. so rough. um but That's whatever rough. i'm gonna i'm gonna be objective sure um i feel you kimberly thank you peter admits that he is going more chinese with his flavors again not peter's fault the show said they could do that the show said they could go sure. anywhere with their fillings laura yeah. also going chinese paul Paul. Okay. This Paul was... or Dave? Are you talking about Dave? No, I'm talking about Paul. Hollywood? Hollywood? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, If people were upset about Japanese Week, they were also upset about something called what I'm going to call Gherk- Gherkin Gate. <laughs> Gherkin Gate. <laughs> yeah. Good so, times. Paul. Stop Gherkin me around. <laughs> Paul tells Mark. I don't like gherkins. Can you make one without gherkins? Okay. I wrote in huge caps, is he at a restaurant? Yeah. Um, he's the judge of the show. Then Noel comes over, immediately wins best banter with the host with, with Mark and says, what is Paul doing? Is he five years old? He can't have the girl. Isn't he supposed to be like a world class judge with a palate that can, you know? Okay. Then they go to Lottie and she's also doing burger themed. He again says, I don't want gherkins in mine. What? I've never, I flabbergasted. I have a thought, I love it. though. I, I thought have- it was, you did, Jake? What? What do you know? There's a fact about me. You might know it. That you don't but like Jake gherkins? hates vinegar. I, I, I specifically, it's not vinegar. I hate pickles. Mm. The way this Zoom call is lined up right now is like the top lo- row is Kimberly who loves pickles. The middle <laughs> row is me who likes pickles. Fine, it's fine. Yeah, like I take it or leave it. It's not yes. right. And then Jake at the bottom who does not like pickles. It's well, like let's the, check it's the like baby real bear, quick. mama bear, papa bear. Yeah. Um, but regardless, so, if you don't, yeah, Katie, I want to hear your thoughts, and then I'll say something. No, I just here's here was my thought that I what occurred to me is that he I didn't know that people were so mad about it. I honestly thought he was doing it as a joke, like how you'd order a burger. Right. They were both making burger buns. And so as you'd order a burger the way you like it, have it your way, you would order it one without this. And I thought it was kind of a funny joke, like he was at a drive through. They were making burger buns. So I thought that was. I didn't actually, I was surprised when they did it. I didn't think they were going to do it. And it was also a small element of what they were making because they all had multiple flavors in their buns. Mm-hmm. So it didn't. But they I guess even I address it later that Paul doesn't like pickles. I think it's the first time and that we've heard he doesn't like something that strongly. Well, and he so hates it, matcha. He's said that before. Right. That's true. Um, And he doesn't like green tea flavored things. But I, I don't think. think it. But I think it just Weird. didn't. I don't know. It didn't occur to me that it was that bad. But maybe I'm. I could definitely be naive and foolhardy. I think what bothered most people is, uh-huh. um, like, if you go to a Michelin star restaurant, yeah, 
it's like getting your meal the way and you you get it the, like with ketchup. Let's say you get a steak that is cooked and you want it cooked a certain way, but like the chef has a way that they totally. cook it. It is their specialty. And you try to get them like well, well, well done, burnt to a crisp. And that's like horrifying for them. Then slathers it with ketchup. And it's like you – it's like offensive to the cook because they've yeah. designed this dish. Right. And well, that makes my hands sweat. Someone who that. is yeah. – doesn't have like the most refined palate. So it's like kind of to be expected. But you never see the judges on like Chopped or Top Chef or one of those shows say, like not eating certain things because they don't like it. They have a palate that's like refined and can eat anything if it's – no, I, I get I see what you're saying. I just think it's interesting that no one gave it the benefit of the doubt that this is kind of a joke. Right. That it's because you order burgers like that. So that's what he did. He got his without gherkin. The bigger Japanese picture, I completely understand. But did no one think that that was part of a joke? No one? Everyone got mad at him? I didn't think it was him? part of a joke. If it was, it wasn't explained well enough. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I. Yeah. You're right. It is. It is poor form in on his behalf. I feel like you handle it the way you handle it with a little kid, and you say, "Oh no, that one doesn't have any pickles in it," right? And it totally has pickles <laughs> in it, and you're like, "No, it definitely doesn't." <laughs> and then yeah. when they say they like it, you're like, "That oh, that one had pickles on it." Mm -hmm, exactly. I guess you do like pickles, Paul. Yeah, I think that's the trick. That personally. is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Mark and Lottie are teasing each other like nobody's business. They're best friends. All of a sudden, and Good they're having lines. so much fun um, teasing each other back and forth. They're saying "burger off, burger off you," you know, to yeah. each other. And, burger um, off, burger off. I just like that they said that they sat on that joke for a couple of weeks instead yeah. of bugger. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. really good. It's like there you go. Yeah, and um, and Lottie is adding fries with hers or chips. Fries nope. or chips, chips or crisps. She is. Uh, she's adding curly fries, but she's what she says she's adding is spiralized chips. Which I oh, think wow. we should all start calling them. Oh, I love hearty spiralized chips. chips. Right, they're so seasoned, good. Seasoned spiralized seasoned chips. Spiralized <laughs> chips. Paul says to Ermine that he thinks she's the most consistent baker so far, which was pretty a pretty big compliment. It was. And then great. Prue, she's telling them what she's planning to do, and Prue says, "Well, we'll have to see if it works." She's doing pandas filled with what? Um, what are pandas filled with? Uh, Chocolate chips? No. No. She's doing uh, chicken nikuman. Nikuman? Oh, sure. Okay. Sure. Um, I'm pro butchering that. There we go. But I just love how Prue is just sometimes not very good with the banter. She gives these awkward, well, we'll have to see if it works. Right. And it's oh, like, what I mean is not that good with the banter. This is awkward. a terrible combo. It's awkward, combo. awkward, yeah. awkward, awkward. Oh. Yeah. It's... It's – she's trying. Um, and so for the judging, uh, Ermine makes this chicken nikuman pandas, and they love the bun and they love the filling. Mark's burger, good flavor, but a little dry, simple, but effective. Laura's piggy pork belly that look like little pigs. And she keeps saying like, oh, poor little piggy, all oh, its little face is all smushed. You know, like she's definitely like – <laughs> cherishing these pigs as these they animals. Didn't, they didn't look good. But She's got they, some disconnect going. Yeah, there's it. a little bit of disconnect about where the pig pork yeah. comes from. Um, yeah. If you really love making these cute little piggy faces. Um, but hers have leaked through. Love the taste, mm -hmm. but they're dry. I was a little confused how they were dry when the filling had like leaked through. But True. It's oversteaming the buns. 
it's in the the bun steaming the bun process is when it gets dry, so oh, it I could see. still leak through, but you can still taste that the bun was dry. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Those piggies had a weird faces though. They did. I didn't like. They looked a little bit like scary piggies. Anyone? I don't remember them. Their eyeballs were off. Were they googly? <laughs> it made it a little worse. I'm going to yeah. say the pig okay. on pig. That made it worse. Yeah, I gotcha. Pig on pig. <laughs> Wow. Um, Hamish is making lentil and apple dal. They're too mm-hmm. big, but they're good. Dave's chicken shaped, and they look like chickens, katsu curry, which Matt says cat poo. And Dave laughs, or he smiles at least. He smiles at Matt's yeah. joke there. Um, he's getting better. And they are very neat, as usual, because Dave's very neat baker and very good peter's lamb buns they look like little lambs they look good but he hasn't wrapped them right too much filling but the flavors are good lottie's cheeseburger a little dry but lottie points out wouldn't have been dry if he had it with the relish and then she says i wish i had had the guts to say that to him like how hard would that be to say if he's saying it's dry and you're like it wouldn't have been if you had added pickles. Like, you just don't want to get in trouble. But she wanted to. She's snarky. I like her. Right. Um, but they have good flavor. Beautiful buns. Beautiful buns. They look really good. I thought Lottie's looked the best to me. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it was. I think they were the best. For they sure. look like mini burgers inside. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I um, also like that uh, she has a moment in this where she says enough with the cakes. Oh, oh yeah. gosh, that was that great. That was pretty good. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good one. Yeah, when her and Noel are like, cakes are boring. Exactly. <laughs> cakes are boring. Do it right to the camera. <laughs> they always have great banter, the two of them. Ch- who's doing the technical? I believe that's me. Mr. Jake. Yes. Take us yes. to technical town. I wish we had sound effects. <laughs> well, what you would could the add technical one. music be? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Technical. Yeah. There the we go. Masha crepe Let's cake. Let's get technical. Technical. Good time. That was good. I want to get technical. I like Let's it. get into bacon now. <laughs> I did not know what matcha was. I only know from Bake Off. And it's trendy. It's very trendy. Right. It's I on know a Starbucks it's... menu. It's very oh, trendy. I don't, I don't know what Starbucks. I don't go to Starbucks. I you go to the box? said, I don't know what Starbucks is. I was gonna, I was trying to Mariah Carey it, but I, <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> I do yeah. it all the time. I love it. It's a nice try. Um, but I do, I don't actually go to, it's not like I don't like it. They're just. They had a matcha latte. I, I drank it. Okay. Was, was it good? good? Yeah. Well, everything that I get from Starbucks tastes like Splenda. So it's all I was good. Gonna say, they just <laughs> dump a bunch of sugar in there because I think that's their, their actual secret. Ooh, it's yeah, that's sweet what I do. Tastes like it tastes kinda, great. She gets but I think packets when she also goes. sugar it, don't they? Packets. packets in her pockets. Yeah. Packets of Splenda in the pockets. So many pocket packets. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Let's get to the technical. Matcha crepe cake via Prue. This is a Prue challenge. I think most of the technicals are. It seems no, like. because we no? had a bunch of Pauls in okay. a row and people on Twitter were like, is Prue ever going to get a challenge oh, again? Oh, I see. So this is just a twofer. They're making up like, for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay, so it's 12 matcha-filled crepes, I guess, uh, layered with strawberries in a white chocolate ganache, buttercream topped with fruit, edible fruit and flowers, and then presented wrapped as a cake. So yeah, how, many cr- how many layers? 12. It's a, it was 12. It was a lot. 
They were doing a lot. They make yeah, the they big one big crepe and then like mm-hmm. the little crepes. Mm-hmm. And then they have to wrap it like a yeah, like a present almost. Like almost like they had scotch tape. There was a like, lot of wrapping. I've never seen something kind of like that. It doesn't make for the most attractive look, even when it was done well. You still see the folds and stuff. I'm sorry, yeah. Jake. I know you're talking about the technical. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Go off. I didn't totally understand it. Yeah, I was confused too. Um and they show you one. And it looked like a, you know, office golf putting practice set to me. I mm-hmm. did not know what a matcha cake looks like. And I was like, what is this moss? What is this all this green? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's they kind of all have trouble with it. So maybe that's part of it. I'm not sure. Any challenge where they have to make a ton of layers like with crepes, it seemed like is usually challenging because yeah. you have to make so specific the amount of batter so that you have enough and they're not too thick. Right. Well, thin crepes specifically are also important. Mm-hmm. And just in general, the whole assembly is time consuming. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I- but uh, Dave and Noel have a pretty good laugh, which I was I was just happy for Dave. They did. They do have like – Dave has a couple of good scenes in this, this episode. So, you know. I But – that it one seemed, was in the top for me. Right, the, let it yeah. all go. Flip right. it. Trust the Lord. Right. I was that dying. was the flipping. Oh. I know. Yeah. I know. And then he actually does flip Noel, it we successfully. We should say is literally egging on every single baker trying to get them to flip there yes. for his childish amusement, and it's Again. hysterical. And no one is doing yeah. it because they know better. Because if they drop it, and even Dave points it out, he's like, "If I drop it, am I going to be able to say Noel told me to flip it?" No, you know? no, it's you're like, not. It's, you don't get any. They sh- yeah. they'll say you should have known better than to do what Noel was asking. Noel you to is do. the last person you yeah. should listen to on this yeah. entire set. Just so you know, but Dave you does know better it. than to flip that crib. Hey. And now crepes are just a faded memory. What is that? What is that? What song is that? I should have known better. Kelly Clarkson? I don't know. You're going to have to look this up. It's an 80s song. It's It's like Kenny Loggins or something. Uh, But Dave does the flip. And like it delights Noel. He's giving him a hug from behind. I know. And he's like saying, it was pretty cute. I thought Really, really cute. I was very happy for Dave. Um, it looks like getting the cake into the bowl is the most difficult, which was surprising. But mm-hmm. flipping the cake into the bowl mm-hmm. to then chill, uh, Mark has a, kind of a catastrophe. He saves it a little bit, but it looks like it breaks pretty badly. I was sad and for him right it's away. Tough. It's really yeah. tough. Um, He's weirdly, a messy Becker. He is a messy Becker. He said so. Mm-hmm. He said out of the it Beckers, he's the messiest. So, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like. It's true. Um, I it they have. There's a weird moment. I don't know if you guys caught it, but where they, <laughs> I was like, kind of the moment where you kind of yell at the television. I was like, they struggle with what a crescent is. Oh my god! What in the world? <laughs> How, like, what in the world? What's happening right now? You guys know what croissants are? Just is that croissant maybe not? Are we idiots? And that's no. like not a term for a shape that is used in England. Going back to what episode two or whatever, Matt's learning shapes. Maybe they should talk to Matt. Because did they, t- did they say crescent then? When Matt said, was joking that he was learning no, shapes? No, not yet. So maybe no one's covered it for them yet. I don't know. But it was like, <laughs> guys. I was so surprised. <laughs> what is happening? That like multiple people and then a couple people just straight up clearly don't figure it out. No. Because they present also, without crescents. Also the phrase semicircle. 
They don't. Right. They were not right. reading the instructions carefully. There were a lot of full circles going on there. Yeah, absolutely. There were. There so were. they they need some work on their shapes. Maybe geometry which is strange. Class. Yeah, geom- geometry doesn't really show you shapes. It's more about how to calculate the measurement of shapes. So I meant I geometry for like <laughs> second graders. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe second graders. Um, you're being generous, <laughs> but yeah. So that was weird. Um, so let's go through who did what. Oh, do you? Can you talk about the cheeky bits that we saw in that challenge? Go ahead. Um, Matt is holding up two cupcakes oh, right. in front I of know. his boobs, yeah. and then offers one to Noel, and he says no, thank you, and <laughs> walks away. And then he says, right after that, he says, "Paul's gone for a crepe." I don't get it. I don't get it either. Paul's just gone for a to take a crepe. Oh. To okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. That's wow. yeah. I missed that completely. That there we had go. a lot of airspace yeah. over my head. Make it. Yeah, it's a poop joke. It's a poop joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, all I have is that uh, is Mark and his sausage fingers and how he struggles to cut the uh, strawberry uh, thinly. I'm sorry. Into a into a waffer or wafer waffer. Are you asking? Does he say waffer? No, I think Paul says waffer. Somebody says waffer. Somebody said waffer. It's wafer. And I said. (laughs) Well, that's how we say it. That doesn't mean that's the way it is. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, I know this. Hamish says waffer thin. It's a reference to Mr. Creosol from Monty Python, Meaning of Life. Waffer thin. Oh. Mint to cap off your meal. It's just one thin minute. It's waffer thin. And he says waffer thin. He's doing a French waiter accent. Which causes the dude to explode. He's he's literally making a reference. I caught it and then I was like, what? Waffer? What are you talking about? Yes. Yeah. it's Jake to the rescue. This is why you're here, Jake. You've just earned your keep for this episode. Bye. Next week it starts all over again. Yeah, good so, luck next week. No pressure, though. You're fine. But yeah, I don't know. Um, you guys, any, any any more cheeky bits that you remember? No, I did like that, um, again, cheeky bits by the editor is when Mark says he's whisking in his meringue right after uh, Ermine says, you should fold. You always fold in yeah. the meringue. And then that cuts right to Mark and he's, yeah. They love to do that. Yeah. He's whisking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it gets you rooting ha- for it. It's like, oh, he, you idiot. We yeah, just learned you know five seconds now. ago that you're yeah. supposed to Because I know We think that. We don't know for sure that you're supposed to fold, but I think you are supposed to fold. I've kind of believed Ermine on that one. She is pro. Maybe this is important. Who is that? Who is that? Known Rick Springfield. Oh, uh, no, the one guy. Say the first letter. Yeah. Say the R. first. No, I have. It's, it's, it's not Rick. Two, two na- Last he, name starts with an M. Uh, he did. He did the Ricky Martin. Interchangeable Guys. with Kenny Loggins. Yeah, Richard thank Marks. you. I was like Richard trying to say Marks. he did the Prince of uh, Thieves song with Rod Stewart, mm. and did he not? But he didn't. Oh, Are you thinking he of Brian did not. Will- that was Brian, Brian Adams. Brian Adams. What it, the yeah. awful, I thought he was also involved in that. Love. That crew. No, that was no. Rod okay. Stewart, Sting, and, and Brian, Adams. Uh, Brian yeah. Adams, which is the worst combination of voices <laughs> possible. <sighs> because, like, Sting has a very unique sound. Rod yes. Stewart has a very unique sound. And Brian Adams, all three on their own are fantastic together. They made a Question huge mark. hit. 
Listen to that song one more time and tell me that's I, a huge I hit. I will. I can't wait. Okay. Kimberly, <laughs> do you know that song? No, but I like Brian Adams. So. I like Brian Adams very much, but he shouldn't have done that. Tr- I'm sure they got an enormous check, so it probably all worked out for them. I'm, sh- I'm sure it did. Anyway, sorry. That that's song was fine. I mean, that has nothing no to problem. do with Bake Off. Moving Are on. Are we moving on? Uh, let's go through the results of the technical, shall we? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's right. uh, Mark, his, uh, you know, kind of a mess, but good flavor. I honestly thought it was going to go worse for him here. But he sort of skates Me through because it looks pretty catastrophic in the making. Uh, but mm-hmm. he does kind of cover it and doesn't yeah. really whiff it that hard. Uh, Dave, uh, he overdecorated. He does not know what a crescent is. And he fully carpet mm-hmm. bombs the top of the matcha cake with decorations. But the taste was good. So he, he gets through all right. Uh-huh. Hermine also overdecorates, uh, but the flavor and the consistency are really good. I think this is where they start to secretly tip their hand about their enthusiasm for Hermine's like French bakery skill set, maybe. They I feel like they've done the, that. All I feel along. like in this one in particular they they hit it pretty hard and maybe it's like an editing choice okay. that they made to sort of justify that she stayed, because today you know, obviously I think this is a controversial week. Nobody is obvious, right? But um, but yeah, Ermine yeah. does all right. Oh, I, I kind of felt like you did. Oh, you did. Oh, okay. Yeah. You felt like what? Well, what? There was yeah. somebody obvious. But okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. What? Right. Yeah. All right. Totally so Lottie, hers is really neat, but she does overdo the coconut. Is the criticism, which. Well, that was ridiculous. Why didn't she look around? Yeah, I don't know. Read the read the hers. Room. Hers was the only one with coconut powder on. Yeah, top I think it was coconut. That was, shaved coconut. But that seems like a silly thing to not have it be scored well. Yeah, I know. Like, it's like literally the only criticism because it's she added something yeah. extra to it. It's not like but if there's one that's also perfect right, with the right. correct topping, sure. that yes. one's gonna take yes. it right. Yeah, yeah which right. leads mm-hmm. us to Peter, who completely completely Pizza! smashes it and does not look satisfied. It's very weird. He did not feel like he did a good it's, job in the signature and is having. Yeah. A is that what it is? Because he it. is really. Yes. It's like when Sura won. Like he yeah, because he does yeah. not look mm-hmm. happy. He'd make and a he great gets, like, He feels guilt. Feedback. So. But out loud, I was like, "Pizza, my Pizza, He did so good. So I was happy for him. I was happy for Lottie too. Just a little brother. I have a theory about Peter. Uh, I have He's two. I have a- two theories actually. My point is that. Rooting for Peter for me feels a little bit like rooting for the Yankees. They're going to win, and they're like they're obviously going to win. They have like this incredible skill set, so it's like not quite as fun. You know what I mean? Because we know like, that Peter's going to be in the top three. Someone being good, right? And that's my other point. I my sure other can. thought was that like Peter is what happens when you like expand the culture out, right? So like baking culture is this one thing. They have the show. Uh-huh. Young kid gets into it follows it starts baking on their own and then produces like that show produces like a protege you know what i mean like that that ex- cultural exposure produces like oh uh, peter. An advan- uh, peter yeah right, exactly but yeah. It, he still has to have natural skill he absolutely and spend does. hours yes. and hours practicing 100 percent. no i'm not it's not a criticism it is it's like somebody who makes yeah. it to the olympics right. like, that's kind of what i'm pointing out you they still watched have to it growing up, and, and you. Yeah, I had a convoluted. Like, I'm going to do the luge yeah. better than anyone's ever right. luged. I will yeah. luge this, and then 
They go and win the luge. Yeah. Well, they say to become an expert in something, you need to practice like 10,000 yeah, hours or something. something. Like There's that. like a certain number of hours. Yeah. So if you're starting younger right. and have the free time, let's say you don't have to have a 10 jobs to support yourself because sure, exactly. you have privilege, then yeah, you are more likely to reach an expert right. level. So on the one hand, I begrudge him because like I say, it's a little bit like rooting for the Yankees. He's so obviously good. There's no fun necessarily in it for me. But on the other hand- he's not an underdog. Yeah, he's not an underdog, but he's not an underdog because, you know, the culture of Great British Bake Off created him in a way or helped to facilitate his existence, I think is what I'm trying to say. He wouldn't, yes. Maybe he wouldn't have gone on into baking even if he had not seen- if he had not watched Bake Off growing uh-huh. up, is that yeah, what you're or, saying? Yeah, okay. or like, or he would have discovered baking in his mid twenties or whatever. You know what I mean? But like the fact that he mm-hmm. discovers it young enough, where like if they make a stinky cake, you're like, well, that's a twelve year old kid. But kind of by that token, doesn't like someone like Linda have an advantage just by being a lot older than the rest of the cast? She's had a lot more years to practice. Could be so. Then doesn't she have some sort of advantage there? Um, Life happens. I think perc- it's the per- perceived that she might, but then you know it's just all based on their cakes and stuff, their bakes. Mm-hmm. And Peter is consistently good, obviously. But very, I think very good. I think the things like flavor that Paul really likes about Paul's dishes, right. Paul really likes about Peter's, Peter's dishes. dishes mm-hmm. You can't teach. Definitely not. They're, you're born with a certain palate, mm-hmm. and you have a certain creativity and you're experimenting and coming up with ideas and like it can be perfected but i think i know i couldn't do it no definitely not my palate is very limited jake is not trying to undersell peter he's saying it's hard to root for peter because of well i have these two they're basically two separate points is that just like i do find it hard to root for peter just because he's so good but on the other hand like it's interesting to watch peter because he is very much like in his element and kind of a creature of Bake Off in this in a respect of Bake Off so, mm-hmm. because of yeah his so I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so All last right. two, Laura. Unfortunately, I think Prue is the one who says it looked sad, um, and inside it's too thick and chewy, so she does not do too well, and she is tripping on that. Um, yeah, Hamish is uh, his are messy looking and not enough crepes. I think he may be. Had a couple crepe accidents and maybe he's got a nine layer maca. He, his crepes were bad. Yeah. He, they kept like curling in on themselves right. and he yeah. didn't have his batter thin yeah. enough. It was a problem. But Laura ran out of batter. That's why hers were too oh, thick. Oh, is that right? Okay, that's right. Yeah. I do remember somebody she ran used, out. But she I, made them way too thick, so she ran out of batter. So that's why she had less layers. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize if she had less layers, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But okay, so for this one, Pete wins and is absolutely chuffed, his words. So yeah, he's well chuffed. He's well chuffed. He does great. He's great. I'm uh, struggling with my impulse to turn somebody into a villain and root against. And <laughs> I don't. We've like, already made that mistake with Dave. I know, but I don't like it from the listeners. And I kind of like Dave. Like I feel Dave. So um, I'm starting to root for Dave. I don't hate him like I used to. I think that we're going to get into the showstopper right now where there is a moment that happens in this episode, and I'm hoping everyone caught it, that I feel like Dave reaches full redemption from Blink-192. Maybe. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. And I was surprised by it, but it also made me go, "Mm, I have sorely misjudged ye, Dave. Mm. Mm. Did you have anything else for the technical? 
I think that's all. Okay, let's go to the showiest showstopper that was a surprise to me because I thought it was going to be something more intricate and elaborate than this. So it is a kawaii cake. Um, This is all things, quote unquote, cute and charming. (laughs) Why why are there three dots there after that statement? She's wrinkling her nose. Because there could she likes kawaii. Also, lots of discussion on Twitter about the correct pronunciation. No Sorry, one right. am I saying it. it wrong? I think you're Is saying it kawaii? It well, no, it's kawaii. It's, it's kawaii, but, okay. right? It's kawaii, this but com- there were plenty of people on Twitter who were like, it's not pronounced like kawaii with a K. It's pronounced kawaii. And I'm like, that's exactly what you're saying. No, Hawaii because Hawaii is supposed to be hawaii or whatever. Yeah, hawaii. I think it was Mark hawaii. Becker. Um, that was saying it with an extra W, who was saying mm-hmm. Kawaii. Uh, <laughs> I think he was saying a couple times. They Kawaii. all seemed to struggle. Um, I was like, maybe this term is not as mainstream. It might be an It depends on thing, how much yeah. you're on the internet. Yeah, I think Because Kawaii is like yeah. all over the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, but also if, just because on the internet you see it a lot, but you might not hear it a lot. True. So Right. So, but they, they all, but like, there's some real struggles on Extra Slice, not to jump ahead. So Jonathan Ross is one of the guests. And oh, he is really? a Japanophile. Yes, oh, I is. love it. Okay. Yeah. And well, yeah. So he talks about uh, how when he went to Japan, he tried to speak Japanese no. as much as he could. Well, Explain you know, that's to Kimberly. Actually... She won't. She may not know okay, who Jonathan so, Ross is. Okay. So Jonathan Ross is a TV presenter. He's on uh, the quiz. He's also he's a he's a guest on the quiz mm-hmm. like Noel and all these other celebrities, but like mostly what he's known for is he's a TV presenter. Mm-hmm. He's like um, a, he's like a David Letterman. He's a late night host. He's yes. like Nam- yeah. Graham Norton, mm-hmm. right? Yes, yeah, exactly. And so I think he's you know probably maybe I'm not sure what his age is, but he's not a boomer. But and so he's into some some cooler. No, culture. explain what he she needs to know about his accent. Okay, but I was getting there. Okay, the big Not thing his is backstory. He was like, born in. 16. He has a huge. Okay, he has a huge speech impediment. Yes. I don't know what else to say. Oh. So he taught. He he can't pronounce his Oz. Oz. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't all sure of what his Oz. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's brilliant, and he comments on it frequently. Yeah. So it's funny. And yeah. Has a pretty good sense. I mean, he is a. He's like David Letterman, but with a speech impediment. Like, it's, does that exist he's great. In the he's US? a comedian. No, yeah. For okay. example. Um, but in any case, so he talked about how the way he said kawaii is really close to the Japanese word for scary. Oh, and yeah. So he was no, that's elf- what the internet was saying. Okay. They were saying everyone was pronouncing it like scary. Yeah. What's yeah. scary? So he's in an ill. It's, it's kawaii. It's with a KU instead of a KA. So everyone was saying those cakes were more scary than cute right and not just because of the way they were pronouncing it that's pretty funny but anyway so so jonathan ross uh basically told uh some woman in an elevator that his her kids were scary (laughs) (laughs) yeah also good for Uh, him for trying to speak the language absolutely yeah i mean i think that you know you go you're trying to learn a language and you go to that country you probably should do that you're never gonna do it good for him Ten thousand hour rule (laughs) what kimberly said earlier um but there was a cute bit at the beginning with uh, Noel and Matt that they did. Cute and charming, that's us. And they did, no, it's little and often. <laughs> what what's that mean? What did I, that I mean? thought it was a reference to something else. Was it? What was it? That I, obviously, maybe it's 
um, how many friendly visits they have. That is it, isn't it? Other okay, that's really yeah, funny. That's okay. what I thought. I, I really personally. liked it. Um, yeah, because I didn't catch it like that, but now that you break it down, I think that is what. Especially because I refer to Kimberly and myself as Big and Lil, and she may not know that. No, she doesn't. But that is very clear what I do, because I'm a giant and she's very small. So um, uh, they have four hours to make these cute and charming cakes. Um, But before any of this happens, it's very important that we acknowledge Paul Hollywood saying, Laura struggled in the SIG. Yeah, I heard that too. Okay, I just thought that was lingo. I was like, "Oh, we can call it the signal." Like, are we supposed to? Are we supposed to be doing that? So, what's really also funny is Paul Hollywood saying, "It's got to be cute and professional." I wrote, <laughs> "It is so weird to hear Paul say it has to look cute. It's just weird." And he says it like four times, but it was the cute, dead serious, like blue steel eyes. It's got to be cute. And professional. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't seem like something he should be saying. It does. It seems, it Odd. makes everyone uncomfortable. It I made me like, oh, uh, I was uncomfortable. I, I'm itchy. It's like if he yeah. came up to you and was like, that's a very cute baby. Yeah. Total no. stern, dead <laughs> sand up, face. Sir. No smile. Steely take eyes. I would be like, yeah. step away from my you child. Just take three steps Nine, back. Yeah. Mr. Hollywood. One. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. <laughs> make a one. move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so. Mark Baker um, is making an avocado cake that, by the picture, this is the first one we see, and I was like, okay, that's all right. Adorable. I've seen that half avocado before, and he's going to make it with a little emoji face. Um, Mm -hmm. That was pretty good. And not only that, the avocado has teenage kids and babies. Yeah. So it has little biscuit children and little tiny baby cottos. Mark Becker, you're all right in my book. That's a pretty good family. Yeah. yeah. Right? It was a good idea. Very cute. Dave is making a matcha shibaina. Shibain? Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu. Oh, I wrote, man, my ends and U's look identical. Does, oh. Has anyone ever seen me write that word? Like- he made a dog cake. A doge cake. He made a, a dog? What? Doge. Doge. Doge, yeah, he's a famous yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah, um, that's like the the one who says things. Um, that is a that's a cute dog. Those are cute. It is. You said those that the first episode. Unbelievably cute dog. I have like I like those dogs. There's one that lives down the street from me, and I always try to They're stare at adorable. it. Adorable. Because then it the owner kind of looks out. like a corgi. I was gonna say you have those yeah. dogs, but in cat form. I do have those you. dogs, but in cat form. I have cats yeah. with short little legs. Yeah, I yeah. really and enjoy like, things that are short. So yeah, loafy bodies. <laughs> loafy little bodies with short legs that's, I really that's, that's I think, the look but I, like I also it. enjoy like my body just because I eat so much bread not true I also enjoy a happy face dog and those dogs have really happy faces because I love retrievers because they have happy faces yeah. and I love these dogs that are always smiling Yeah, and then sometimes they have little eyebrows yeah I'm into them um, so his dog Yoki is adorable and he's making a chocolate and matcha again cake also, okay. Hamish made Hamish. We named the dog Hamish. R.I.P. Sean Connery. Oh, oh that's right. R.I.P. Sean Connery. Yeah. R.I.P. Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. 
Um, I'm sad about him, and I'm really sad. I am sad. What I keep thinking about is unfortunately the SNL with Sean Connery playing Jeopardy, which <laughs> ja- is Jeopardy. Not, that's not Super Sean good. Connery. Like I need yeah. to remember that Sean Connery was actually an incredible actor, and right. not that's not him. Will Ferrell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. No, who is it? It's Daryl Hammond, right? Playing. Sean yeah, Connery? I think it is Daryl yeah. Hammond who does it. Because Will Ferrell. Did, Will Ferrell's yeah. Trebek. Yeah. Oh right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So. Hamish, Hamish, but I'd also love it that the dog Hamish is a mischievous border, border terrier. Yeah, which also made me giggle. I don't. They're good dogs. They're all, everyone's got decent border. dogs. Yeah, they do. Um, so the his flavors are a little wacky to me. So he's doing mm-hmm. a lemon Swiss meringue with a honey tahini and ginger soybean. No tahini in a cake. Shocked. But tahini's like a peanut flavor, right? Kind of sesame. Yes, that's right. Right. Tahini is sesame. Yeah, and yeah, it's in dressings, it is sesame. and it's in. So um, it's like a nutty flavor. Hummus, right. And, um, it's in yeah. a lot of. So if you put honey foods. with a nutty flavor, nut and honey, you get Cheerios. That's sure. good. Or honey roasted peanut butter, which or is honey, also really good. or honey roasted peanuts. I guess to me, it just sounds like garlic, and it doesn't seem like it should be in a cake. Garlic okay. and chocolate. Well, we'll see. Well, it does. It definitely sounds like it doesn't go with lemon, and that I was very yeah. worried about lemon. Okay, that seems strange. So then we have Peter, who is doing Dizzy the shuttlecock. Dizzy the shuttlecock. Come on, kids. <laughs> um. Anyways, he's got. Yeah. If he doesn't flip and stop talking about badminton already, everyone's sick of it. I'm furious. He makes, he makes a living, hopefully, off of being a badminton instructor. I know. So I'm good. making a joke. I think that everyone oh. could hear him. I, my jokes are terrible. I really, it's when I try to be sarcastic, it doesn't work. I had this whole thing of all caps of stop talking about badminton already. And I knew it wasn't going to work. And I tried it anyways. So, well, um, you know, that's comedy for you. Nobody. He, li- he likes badminton and he likes his brother. Those are his two things. They are. And I. Yeah. And he not- likes them best when they're combined playing badminton <laughs> with his brother. I didn't know that badminton, that he's like a instructor for badminton. Yeah. We didn't know that. We just learned it. They do talk about his his like that he's into the thing. Like, yeah, in the but I didn't know he episode. taught it. I felt I like thought it was if, a hobby. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's a weird hobby. Like he had the jerseys and stuff. I was like, I think he's more pro or pro am. No, maybe he just that played in school. Read. A yeah. jersey? There's professional yeah. badminton? Uh, I think there is. Sorry, yeah. there's a G in badminton, right? No, it's no. badminton. 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 Yeah. Okay, badminton. But okay. you don't say it like that. Badminton. Like Jake's saying it. Badminton. 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 Say badminton. Like aluminium. No. Yeah. No. Okay. No. So uh, then he goes on and on about the feathers on the shuttlecock, which is a birdie. Let's get real. The shuttlecock is a birdie in America. They're called is that what it's called? Birdies. But they're in England. Yeah, is that what you but, call you call it a birdie in badminton? In badminton, I'm sorry, have you never played badminton? I have played badminton. 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 Badminton is a different thing. <laughs> Badminton. Totally. I have played badminton, and I'm pretty sure I call it a shuttlecock. I've heard it from maybe I don't know what I would call it. I I'm have pretty sure haven't I played 
I've maybe played once when I was growing up. In Tulare County, where I grew up, it was called a birdie because we don't say the C word because we love Jesus. So, okay, so maybe sense. that's your I guys' figured, issue. Yeah, I was like, I, I think it might be. But it could, no, maybe I it think was it's called, called a, birdie. a birdie too here. Maybe it was. I've pro- I think I've heard it that called that. Yeah. I would like, I'm going to need Peter's But I knew what this. a shuttlecock was also. So I've heard it called both. I only knew from Drag Race. As an only child, I played a surprising amount of badminton. You would you'd be surprised. I played a lot. What are you talking about? Who did did you play with yourself against a wall? No, I played. Co- co- I, my cousins were into it. They had a net in the backyard oh, and stuff. So were you any good? Did you almost go? Pro? No, it's pretty hard. No, it it's is kind of hard because you have to hit like it. A, you have to hit. It's the also ball. like a a lot a lot like it's a I I don't know maybe this is how they had it set up but it's a pretty wide net so you cover like kind of a lot of space I don't think it's tennis wide but it's pretty wide. So you can't just sit in one spot. You have to kind of like die for stuff and jump. And it's a lot. It's, you know, it's a lot. It's I like, think homework it's for next time, you, we have to find a professional bad, bad match and watch it. I want to see how hardcore I, it is. I'm telling I'm you, sure it's, it's on, I'm sure it's very hardcore. That's crazy. It's unquestionably on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm so, sure it's hardcore. But also, I don't feel like he went on and on about the bird feathers. Maybe he didn't. I'm I was joking. Because was a, I like him. <laughs> Kimberly, it was a joke. Again, I'm not doing well. I'm trying to land them. And they're not landing, much like the goose that we find out. The the Here's the deal with the feathers. It's the left wing of the goose only is used for... I've never seen real feathers on a bird. Nor have I. I did not know that they were real yeah, feathers. They're not made of so, uh, cheap plastic netter- netting. Yeah, All of this is new information. But what that's fascinating to. to me. Like that's it's just super one of those fascinating. weird it's, nature things. Look, it's, it's like, fascinating. Yeah. It's delightful. Noel says what everyone think is thinking, which is, "I love you, Peter. I'm in love with you." <laughs> yeah. um, exactly. Because the whole yeah. conversation is delightful. I was just trying to make yeah, a joke that it was terrible, but it was. Clearly delightful. Peter is yeah. cute and charming, as it were. Kawaii. That's he Peter. He is Kawaii. There he we go. The he is. He, you're so right. He even stopper. has like the the little rosy cheeks and the red lips. He's no, he's a, and like the pretty blue eyes. No, he's yeah. a, he's a doll come he's to life. He's a doll. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, he's making something called a Costella cake with chestnut cream and poached pears and white chocolate feathers on the outside. That's my favorite one. Flavor wise, I love I all of those flavors. I got so nervous because of what you said last week about the pears and how hard it is to get the flavor of pears to come through. Yeah. So right away, right. I was sweating. I was like, oh no, oh no. I just yeah. learned from Katie that pears are very difficult. But are pears a Japanese flavor? I know that pears are considered an Asian flavor, but are they specifically Japanese? Wasn't this kind of the complaint that people had? think that that uh, they might I don't be. think the flavors for the cake mm. had to be Japanese. It was just supposed to be kawaii style. Because I think there are such a thing as Japanese I pears. I feel like I've heard Japanese pears. Yeah. I've heard Asian pears. Okay, pear. yeah, Asian pear. Okay. Uh, but uh, I don't bu- bu- think bu- their cakes necessarily that which was part of the problem is that the cakes just had to be kawaii. They didn't have to be Asian. But they were sorry, Japanese flavors. That was the problem is that uh, Prue says in the intro, we're expecting a lot of flavors like sake and you, mm. uh, you and they got uh, zero of that. The other ones, yeah, yuzu, umami, and things like and, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were expecting flavors like that. But if that's not part of the brief and they don't have to do it, then re- really all they have to do is make a cute cake, which mm-hmm. doesn't sure. count. Like that right. shouldn't count. Um, okay. So moving on to Laura. Laura now. Laura has to do well because she struggled in the sig. Just going to let that sink in again. 
Mm-hmm. That was said. So mm-hmm. Laura's making a chiffon sponge, which smart because they did say that these should be light cakes. Right. Um, uh, she's doing a lime and yuzu curd, and she's doing an upside down pineapple cake. So it's a pineapple, like a literal pineapple on a little tiny. How did she thing. um construct that construction wise? How did the bottom part support the top half? Paper towel roll. No, I don't think it was allowed. Would it was it allowed to have support in it? It wasn't. It wasn't. This wasn't it a challenge. Could have been like freestanding. No, but this wasn't a challenge okay, about support. Okay, so she does have something yeah. inside of it. Yeah, this wasn't a cake that had to support itself, okay. according to them. So, um, and then Lottie is doing something called a cotton jiggle cake. Yeah. Yep. Love it. Cotton jiggles. <laughs> Jake. Cotton jiggle cake. Whatever. It seems like an interesting name. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, so, I don't know. Um, insert dirty joke here. So, I know. Basically, that's what I sort of thought, too. Yeah. I was like, okay. Cotton and she's cake. doing a toadstool. Um, yes. Okay. And then she's doing a cherry-flavored cake. It seems yeah. um, toadstool's fun, and she's doing it in, like, a magical forest. Again. Old-school toadstool? This is... Yeah, it was, right? This was the toadstool for those who have seen Willy Wonka when, if you remember when they're in the land with all the, the room with all the candy, when she scoops it out of the white part and it looks like white frosting and looks, do you remember that part, Jake? It's a big toadstool and it's also Augustus, Augustus Goop like kneels down and drinks from the chocolate fountain. And I think that kind of toadstool is like in the, in the, I thought it just looked like toad from Super Mario. Mm, You haven't seen Willy Wonka though. You haven't seen Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? We can't get into this again. Yes, oh, wow. she has not seen a... Pin, I've seen a, it. She has not seen a plethora of movies that she needs to see. I've seen it. So, Ermine is making a vanilla sponge cherry blossom tree cake with a yes. lady that is has absolutely nothing cute about it. It's the, like... <laughs> I, it's, I will it, say, she went modeling. Japanese... If by going Japanese, we're talking about the movie The Grudge. I think uh-huh. she went ku- kuwaii. She went scary. <laughs> yeah, she went I think kuwaii. She did. Yeah. she did. That Stop. lady is facing the wall like in Blair Witch Project. That is yeah, a ghost it totally on the cake. Is. That <laughs> is a ghost lady. And that it's is a, a haunted ghost geisha treeless, that's been murdered by someone. Tree. Yeah, yeah. Not kuwaii at all. Um, cherry blossoms. Okay. But um, I just think she didn't Google Kauai. Like, no. I just think she didn't want to. Maybe like, she eh, just didn't want to. I'm going to yeah. make it through. Yeah. Ermine does I, what Ermine wants to do. Yeah, maybe. My favorite part of Ermine's thing is when she's like telling them a story about a Japanese garden at her work. And then she's like, I have to go. I'll be back. And she I just was gonna leaves. Say, what she is leaves the, the interview. Yes. She's like, I don't have time for your soundbite right I now. I did not understand that. And I felt like it was going to come back. And it didn't. <laughs> no, it and I was like, it's just what funny. is happening? Nope. She's she's like, like, uh, I, I forgot to... an ingredient. I have to go. Bye. And they, but they like don't pan with her. Yeah. No. They just keep the camera on her empty space for a second. It's very weird. Very weird edit. It is. Um, okay, so let's go to the judging. Right off the bat, yes. both of the dogs look real cute, is what I wrote. Because they're showing right. all the cakes. And both oh. dogs turn out great. Sorry, Kimberly, I, did you have something? Did I did want to say that Laura's Laura story? has a breakdown. Yeah, I thought um, we probably should hit Which Laura's we haven't drama. seen this season. Have we seen tears this season? Linda, we saw, maybe had tears. No, not really. But Laura was straight up crying and baking. Right. Yeah. And so we get that 
usually in some point during the season. Okay. And how the hosts deal with it shows a lot how they are as a host. Now, Matt, I thought, handled it pretty well for his first time having to deal with that. Yeah. But then Noel handled it, and I w- it was just much better to me, but he's had a lot more practice. But he, like, it broke my heart. He was just so sweet with her. And just looking at her going, this doesn't look bad to me. You have this. Keep going. Right. Like, it was very sweet. But I thought Matt did a commendable job for his first time. Noel is really good with people. I think, he period. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's part and of to be farm. fair, she needs to buy him a drink yeah. or something or dinner or something. She does. Because yeah. uh, if she had quit, right. things would have turned out different. right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think she's about to quit. So Peter is good. Um, I didn't think it was as good as I thought it was going to be, but it looked good. The inside looks amazing, though. It's a very cool kind of rainbow effect. It's yeah. multicolored tears. Um, Paul says it's a hell of a chew. Uh, the, some <laughs> of the flavors aren't great. Some of the flavors are. It's middle of the road. He did fine. Um, I thought it looked good, though. I will say. You but did again, compare I, to the dogs compared to some of the other cakes. I did not think it was so I thought great. it was middle. Oh, see, I, th- I liked it. There was another one that we'll get to that I thought was not that good. Okay. Well, I didn't mean that his was the worst. Yeah, I no, I know. No, it I know. I just, I'm I not thought picking it on him, neat. I promise. No, I know. I just thought, I thought it looked neat, but. I think yeah. the overall quality is really good. I think almost everybody is about on the same level at okay. this point. There's like a couple of outliers uh, where I think somebody is maybe slightly better or slightly worse. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like, I thought they were all pretty good. Uh, pretty, pretty excellent presentation. Um, all of the, the, for me, the only place they struggled is, is like details and overall like slickness. Like, yeah, I thought his was like the, the fondant seemed kind of clean. Oh, yeah. then I'll go back and look at it. I did not, for some reason to me, it didn't strike me as cute as the other ones, but maybe it was really it's, cute. It's hard to decipher. Like you definitely need him standing there telling you what it is. Cause if yeah, you, and then it so had it's the a shuttlecock that hit on I the head. Like, yeah. Um, okay. But Dave's was very good. The dog had was adorable. It had really yes. perfect, neat layers inside. They like the flavors. Hamish's dog also great. The both dogs were really good. But didn't inside one of them? Out. Didn't Dave's have like folding in the fondant at the bottom? Yeah, Dave's did have some kind of folding, and it, it it. Yeah, it had like it wasn't smooth around the bottom. Yeah, no. it wasn't completely smooth. I still thought the front was a good effect. It was really um, good. Yeah. Lottie's toadstool um, looked decent. It looked good. I felt like it looked rough it in a way that looked like a signature and less like a, a lack of skill. Yeah. I think that was more. No, I agree. I agree with the toadstool. It did not look what I was like expecting it to look like. It sort of looked flat or something. But she did a lot of stuff, so I get right. that too. She but did maybe do a lot of stuff. She That's should true. have focused on just yeah. the one thing. Or maybe it's but- that that. Um, jello effect that made yes. it kind of flattened down a little. I, yeah, it was not it's like a round. It, it was something. not round on top like I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this cake is very special, this cotton jiggly cake. Um, he Paul seems to love it. Prue seems to love it. He said the last time I had a sponge like that was in Japan. So this must be a very specific kind of thing. It looks interesting. I would like to try it. Yeah, me too. Sure, I mean, but they like her flavors. She did well on 
She did well they, overall. Um, she and the candy the floss was candy um, floss. Yeah, the big deal for Matt was like it's cherry drop flavor, which I think I don't know what that is like cherry lollipop. I'm guessing it's just um, cherry flavored. But that was that was cute that he like ate it. Yeah, and liked super it. cute. Yeah. Uh, Ermine, why did you make a gray cake? Seriously, why do you, did you make a gray cake for the Kawaii challenge? We'll never know. Um, it's a the, Genoese. It, a gray cake would be okay if it was a gray bunny rabbit cartoon. Yeah, that's kind bunny, of the bunny, only way. The yeah, TM, multiple sorry. bunnies. That's it. Um, yeah, that's it. Or a rain cloud. Even a baby like shark. A funny rain cloud. Right. But, a funny yeah. rain cloud with a face on it. Um, yes. No. I just All think fine. she didn't. She did not look up Kawhi or she just wanted to do her own business. I thought For this sure. was perfect, though. So the, her fondant was too thick. There were a few things wrong yeah. with the cake. She did make a, a Genoese, which is great. And the, mm-hmm. the cake was good in parts, bad in others. But they referred to it as, Paul says the word menacing, which is not good <laughs> because there's yeah, a ghost the on the cake. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. And then eat this um, cake and you die in seven days. It's a geisha ghost. So it's been wronged at some point. Yeah. And I think that the problem is, is that you could have just made a Japanese woman. Sure. You didn't right, need exactly. to make a geisha. Right. Yes. It's also just not a profession that you would put with a um, kawaii cake either. Yeah, I get it. What about a death cake? What about a gray? <laughs> also a gray not something. Ghost, you might. Ghost cake, I mean, gray like gardens a bu- cake. Okay, so I'm doing a Kawaii out. cake, but it's the Grim Reaper, and yeah. he has a scythe, <laughs> and he's coming. He is. There's blood dripping from it, and smoke trailing after him. And when Ooh. he breathes, it's like the Dementors, and he sucks your soul out. But it's Kawaii. So, but he's winking, um, and he's got his tongue stuck out. Yeah, it's cute, so, right? Um, anyway, here's the here's the thing. Um, then Prue says that she is a great French baker, which is a very <laughs> pointed comment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yes, and she is. Ermine is yeah. very good and has right. like established herself as yes. that. And French baking is like some of the tippy top, right? Patisserie sure. is That's hard. What I so yeah. like pastry is hard and she has perfected that kind of cooking, but she did not work too hard to perfect this. And that's a shame because you're right, Kimberly, she, she could have. I actually think she has a decorating problem. That she's probably a really right. good baker and like she just isn't super good at decorating That's cakes. And sort of somebody... what they were expecting her to be really good at being a uh-huh. French baker is all well, about the details true. and the Joke's decoration. So that she, she, I don't know. And we we get mad at them a lot for not giving them what they asked for. Yeah. And sometimes people think that they should go home if they didn't ask for give them what they what the challenge was and she did yeah. she absolutely gave them not what the challenge was yeah i'm not saying she deserves to go home for that but it's not good she this week was hard the tiniest google search would have shown her that she was not on the right track yeah it that's is true. true okay so moving on to laura laura's cake actually turns out super cute i thought Very. i thought that her plant at the bottom was kind of what i was expecting peter's feathers to look like uh-huh. um but i thought it looked really i thought it looked good it didn't really look like a pineapple shape but she does sort of make up for it that the cake itself is excellent it's very light but mm-hmm. part of it is concertina thank you i was trying to remember what the I term Googled was and i forgot it. to turn it return uh, 
So, is it a woman named Tina who goes to concerts? <laughs> no. Hey, I'm concert Tina. You want to buy a space cake? <laughs> no. <sighs> Maybe. No. It's um it's a musical instrument like a squeeze box. So when it's referred to in baking, it's when it's like crushed or pushed together. Oh, so okay. the, the layers um were you, it, it, he kept saying the middle one was Constantina, which was like mm-hmm. it was too smushed, and it's supposed to be a light airy. Yeah, cake, but it okay. was smushed all. So together. concertina with no D is a squeeze box. Yes, C- yes. Mama's got a concertina. Daddy never sleeps at night. Yes, sure. she goes squeeze me. <laughs> Come on, I haven't heard that song in a long time. Anyway, I don't yeah, know that, that song. You don't know it's that the song. Who. You, yeah, it's the Who. Mama's um, got a squeeze box. Yeah, is the name of the song. Never gets no rest. It is a daddy comes <clears> home. thinly okay. veiled sexual innuendo. Not yeah. to blow your mind or nothing, but that is that uh. is true. Um, so he made concertina into a verb. Yeah, he made that. Well, I think it's a term. It's no, I think I, it's a I think it's term. a term in baking. Yeah. yeah, because Hamish has got it too. Hamish yes. also got concertina. The fact that he uses it twice in this episode makes me think that he hadn't thought of that word for a long time, and then he just read it somewhere, and he's trying to use it a lot. Did you hear that word in Extra Slice, Jake? Have you heard it recently in Extra Slice? No. I've never, I was going to say, I feel like somebody of. said it at the Bake Off Village, and then he's like, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw that in. That'll make me sound smart. Note to self. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe. Uh, so, good job. Laura, you did a good job. Yeah, I like um, I say she buy a bottle of wine for for Noel and and Matt. I don't know, but they talked you off the ledge. Yeah, do yeah. something nice for them because mm-hmm. they helped you out. Uh, but now we go to Mark Becker, and every heart breaks around the world because yeah. if you don't like Mark Becker or think he's nice and delightful, then you don't have a soul. So Meckett Mark is my my new name for him. Becker, Mark? Make it, make it, Mark. Make it, Mark. He says, make it. Yeah, make it. And like, make it work. Yeah. So his looks cute, but it's scruffy, they say. But the cake. So the cake is not so good. The first kind of cake is like a little stodgy and not great. But then when we get, he thinks that that second bottom layer cake is going to be better. And it gets the kiss of death, which is Paul saying that it is almost, it is approaching inedible. Yeah. And I wonder how things would have gone if he didn't encourage them to try from the other cake. It's interesting. Yeah. That's a very good point. I wish he hadn't done that. Because I, I feel like if they just were like, that wasn't too hot, but it wasn't the dog's breakfast. And then yeah. like he's like, oh, well, here's the dog's <laughs> breakfast for you. Please eat this. I feel like they try more parts of the cake than we see. Mm-hmm. I feel like they edit that down. So yeah, I'm maybe. hoping right. that they would have tried it anyways, so he doesn't have right. to feel like he encouraged them if only to I try it. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Especially if the first one isn't that good, they're definitely going to try the second one because they want it to be good. I don't think right. Paul sure. and Crew want exactly. it to no. be bad. Mm-hmm. No. So, and then they try the teenager biscuit. Teenage biscuit, and it's very good. The little yes. cookies, the little mini mid-size avocados. Avocados um, in a half shell. Avocado <laughs> power. Avocado power. So now we are at the end. Um, I thought this was there when they're around the table discussing. I thought it was interesting. They say Laura was in trouble, but then she dropped an ace, and I thought that was I don't know. It just surprised me. It was a 
clever analogy that Paul says. Mm-hmm. Um, but I pretty much knew who was going to go home at this point. Did mm-hmm. uh, did you guys both figure like neither? What was about to yeah, happen? I didn't think either of the decisions were particularly shocking. Okay. Um. So but who was- gets Star Baker? Whose turn is it? Let's Lottie. let it be Jake. Oh, he just, I just took, took it. it. I just took it. <laughs> He I'll loves care. her so That's much. That's how just this works. Well, I, I appreciate. I was that like, she is your favorite. So yeah, she's my favorite too. I love Lottie, but I don't have like a. You don't crush get on multiple her. favorites. Yes, you do. You get to pick a lane. You picked Peter. It's done now. No, Peter's my crush, that, but nope, she's it. my favorite baker. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, um, I like yeah. her the most personality-wise. Yeah, I can oh, see. Yeah. I understand the distinction. I'm rooting for her. She's the one I picked to go all the way. Oh, maybe I picked Sarah. I don't remember. So. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't pick Lottie for, to go all the way. Good for Lottie. She's yeah, really good. I think she has an excellent episode. Like mm-hmm. she's funny in this one. She's a lot of good lines. Really she funny. Makes some good yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is Starbaker was completely appropriate. Mm-hmm. It was great, and her reaction to Starbaker was very Lottie and perfect. And it's like okay, guys, or whatever mm-hmm. she says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like playing it off and like kind of can't do when it's like the I can't take a compliment, which is yes. very likable. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anyone else that does that. So <laughs> Mark Becker is sent a packing. Oh, and the it's world too hard cries Marky. I can't. I'm <laughs> what do I? I don't Katie's know. Favorite. I was so sad because, OK, first of all. The way Matt describes it when he says who's going to leave, you know it's him. And he says, this person always had a smile, someone I have bonded with, and we are all very sad to see go. And then when Mark is doing his interview outside and still smiling but crying, that's hard to watch, number Mm -hmm. one. And then you see everyone else in the room. And at this point, this is when, to me, Dave has now finally Mm -hmm. redeemed himself because Dave is fully crying. Yeah. Was he crying? crying. He was. Yes. He's like bright red eyes he is Mm -hmm. crying for mark Mm -hmm. leaving and remember i got on him because they were palling around like in one of the first couple episodes and i was like oh no mark becker don't be friends with dave Dave." and now it's i apologize i'm sorry we all apologize to dave we'll have to wait till next week to see if dave accepts our apology what is next week's challenge oh do you guys know i don't know kimberly do you know no i didn't watch extra slice 80s. Yes. It's 80s week. Really? It's 80s? Yes. <gasps> oh yes. my God. No it's way. so fun. It's yeah. the eight. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's the 80s. That's great. Yeah. What's going to be interesting is last time when they did the 20s. Um, they made it mostly American twenties. That it's oh. and people were kind of annoyed that they it. What's American twenties? You know the um prohibition and flappers and stuff like that. Mm. So like Great Gatsby, right, um, right, right. So totally. I think people were like annoyed that they were acting like the twenties only existed in America. Yeah. What was like, what were the, I don't know what it was like in the twenties, like in the UK. It wasn't the great depression. I mean, it was literally right after world war one. So they probably weren't doing super hot. Right. 
But so what's more fun, doing like post-war England <laughs> yeah. in the 1920s right. Right. or the hedonistic- yeah. Just before the World War, the second West World egg, War. Right. East right. egg of yeah. America. Right. Everybody wants that. Fair enough. I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense. So in the I'm, 80s. But I think um, in Jello? the 80s, 80s culture in the UK okay. is probably fairly similar to 80s pop culture yeah. in America. I would guess there's differences, but there's, I mean, I, I, that's about when I started paying attention to UK pop culture and there's similarities, but there, there's not. Katie like, wasn't born in the eighties, so she doesn't know. Oh, um, that's too, that's too bad. The eighties were great. They're actually terrible. You better check the year on that song. Cause I feel a certain type of way about it. 87. Oh, thank God. <laughs> It's like it could be like ninety one, and you're gonna be so bummed. <laughs> Remember, Nirvana didn't happen until September. So um, I just I wish I had picked a different '80s song, but that's yeah. the one that happened. So we're going with that one. Um, song I don't even know. I'm so Kimberly. How do you not it. know that song? That's a really fun song. I feel like you you'd get into that. That's a good like running song. Like it's a good song. Oh yeah, I run all the time. <laughs> and you're like definitely always looking for new running songs because you run so much. That you have run out of good running songs. It does right? seem like a '80s montage workout. Yeah, it is song from a movie. It is. Yeah, and I, I think you would that. like it. It's a little bit yeah. like Man in Motion. That's a good one to I do. I think Richard Mark stinks. What okay. are you just making because blanket statements? What do you say? No, I didn't. Like Richard Marks was was probably my least favorite musician in that era. Uh, sorry, Richie. I don't really like your. Pro- He's actually I think a nice you guy. You need to apologize like. for calling him Richie. But, um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> number one. What if he goes by Richie? I think he okay. Does. What do, what do we have? Um, I have one lost in translation, which is "Go like the clappers," which we had. I believe we had it a week or two ago, and we didn't know what it meant then, but still don't now. But I think it just means "go fast," right? Definitely. The clappers? But what is the what, clappers? What the go clappers? like the clappers. Has to mean go fast. Go like the wind, I yeah. think, is a syn- synonym for the phrase. Katie's going to have to do sweater watch. Yep. Okay. Should have known better than to fall in love with you. Now you love it. Now love is just a faded memory. I could do Richard Marks at um, whatever it is, at whatchamacallit. Oh. Karaoke? I got you on clappers. What is it? Yeah, let's go clappers first, then I got sweater. So the thing in a bell is a clapper. Oh, yeah. And you go like the clappers. In a bell? It's not called a clanger? Or in a clock? No, it's called a clapper, I'm pretty sure. A bell or a clock? Oh, a bell. Yeah, the thing, bell. The thing in a bell is called I a clap. I see what you're saying. That ring, that thing I got gotcha. you. A clapper. Okay. Yeah. I got to go like the clappers. Yeah, yeah now, you, now you make it sound like pee like a racehorse. It sounds like a venereal mm-hmm. disease. Totally I got to go like the yeah. clappers. yeah. The clap is not yeah, a great thing to talk about on a baking show. Maybe not. Uh, no, probably not. Um, start saying it though. Go look the clappers, Katie. Go, <laughs> go look the clappers. <laughs> the sweater is from an Australian-based Wawa. Is the name of the company W A H W A H. How much? It, okay. Irish illustrator Laura Callag- Callaghan. Um, Callahan. It's got to be Callahan. Um, it's Callahan anyways. The G. Sorry, yeah, of course it is. Um, it only costs two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, I'm surprised. So he's going down. So if wow. that's in your budget, you two can own one. I mean, it's still not in my budget, but it's still way better than usual, I feel like. So here's what it says. The brand is inspired by the punk rock record covers, gig posters, and old school comics beloved by designer Kayleen Milner since she was a teenager. I got to look up this brand. This brand seems right up my alley. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
That's yeah. that's very exciting. So, yeah. but I got to look it up on the resale sites. See if I can get something used that I can afford. Right. That'd be great. Um anyways, that that I had one I had one lost in translation thing. Hold on. I it was uh bibidi beep. I once got Katie a hat that Noel wore on the show. I still have oh, that. Wow. That is the only that is purpose. No, it's not the only knit hat I have. I have three knit hats, but they're all from you. Every single one of the knit hats I have is from you. Um no, it was concertina. That's all I had. Um I guess that's it. Um so if you guys want to feel a little bit better about Mark getting cut this week. He comes back. Here's a little Okay, does he? Is that what you were about to say? Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's a little detail that will make you maybe like him slightly less is a confession he had that he made in front of everybody uh, at in the bubble. I don't know how this works, but they're talking in a camera. They're clearly somewhere in a hotel. They're all kind of. He's been drunk the whole time. But um, okay, no, he likes to drink butter off of toast. That's going to make me like him less. Nope. He likes to put butter on toast. Let it melt, then fold it and pour the melted butter into his mouth. That and sounds amazing. That crumbly, that sounds pretty tasty. Crumbly actually. toast okay. butter. Right. Who's gonna? Yeah. Who well, here yeah. at this at this round table is gonna like him less for that? Sounds no pretty good. I mean, I was a little grossed out. <laughs> You're not a butter really person, though. Drinking. See, I'm from a Katie's three, obsessed with butter. I am from a two sticks in the mashed potatoes when they're being made, and then an extra stick on the table. Wow. My Thanksgiving are like a. I, I don't know what you'd call it, just a feast of butter. She's That's also it. from a non-refrigerating yeah. their butter household, which I don't understand. I am from a, me and my sister okay. sneaking out of our bedrooms to get fingernail fulls of butter at butter. night. So my mom so, would be yeah, like, oh, the little fingernail falls. <laughs> so gross. I had buttered tortillas That's tonight gross. for dinner. I had buttered tortillas tonight for dinner. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> That's gross. Tonight. No, That's that gross. gross. I have something that will cleanse all of our palates. Hamish's dog is with them in the bubble. I know. No. He said. When did we see the dog? Noel says, I love your dog. Uh, And he said, yeah. And he said, I was practicing this and I had the little bones up on the counter. I was showing them to the girls and Hamish ate one. And Noel was like, it's shaped like a bone. What do you expect? And I was like, the dog gets to go in the bubble? That's amazing. Well, the families are there because oh. the girls are there. I know, but it's a hotel, so I didn't know if they'd let the dogs. But how be much right. fun is that for those teenage British girls who get so to hang fun. out with Noel Fielding? Yeah, for like two, they are the coolest. Do they kids. like him? What? Do kids like him? Do people know who Noel Fielding is? And I guess this, he's Bake Off famous now, they better right? Let- like I think not. he's famous ahead of time because we discussed this because Ermine didn't know that he did comedy, yeah. and so oh. we were making fun of her for that. I asked our British listeners. They said it was kind of weird. Um, That's what I thought. Because she's on. Because he's on all those popular shows, like as a guest host and stuff like that. He's a pop culture. He's right. famous there. You know. Can I? Ask, Even if you don't right. kind of know what he does, you know who he is. What interested me also at the end was that Laura is saying I was sitting there thinking about how I was going to get home. Should I take the M nineteen? Should I take the two or whatever she's saying? Yeah, so they so have I guess to they leave get to the leave. bubble. And I assumed they would right. have to stay like they do on American competition shows. They but, have to be sequestered somewhere so they don't give away. That's why they're crying. That's, that's why they're crying too. because that person's family. not just leaving yeah. the tent, they're leaving the bubble. So but they that have to means say to that they completely. probably don't get to do the end of season picnic with everybody because they're not going to be able to quarantine everybody and bring them back for the picnic. Definitely not. If they're I'm picking sure they'll them do out it like, after um, each one. 
they do extra slice. Extra slice is stage bound and everyone's socially distanced. Ugh. Well, we'll see. But at least Mark got to know Hamish's dog for a little bit. That's the best gift. That's the moral of this. Yeah, that's really true. Is to know the love of a good dog. I guess that's all we have on that sad note. Oh my gosh. Anything better? Hold on. Should have known better. Then the Anne or sad dog know who. I really wish it was something better. I wish it was like, get out of my dreams, get into my car. Yeah. That would be good. And with that, <gasps> on your mark. Get set. A day with a bang. A day with a bang. Should have known better. And <laughs> father in love. Bye, everybody. Ding. Bye. Bye. Should have known better than to be on this podcast. Should have known better.